You are listening to GospelBellsRadio.com, the Christian internet radio with a mission to engage the culture with the mind of Christ. Okay, over to you, Naza. All right. Let us have a word of prayer, brethren. Our Father, we thank you for this day. Thank you for your mercy and grace. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your favor. Thank you for your commitment to our lives. Thank you for dedicating, committing your time, your love, your your resources towards us, ensuring that we are our welfare is secured in you and our security, our protection, our promotion, our provisions, everything is secured in you. We are grateful. Accept our heart of gratitude in Jesus' name. Amen. We thank you because you never leave us alone. You. you are always with us. Yes. Lord, we are grateful. We are grateful for this love, ineffable love. Yes. Love that is beyond explanation. Love that is unlimited. Love that 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 is stronger than this. We are grateful. Accept our heart of gratitude in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for bringing us a new year into this 2023. Thank you. Despite how turbulent um, 2022 was, mm-hmm. several challenges, several things, but you helped us and you saw us through. We are grateful unto you. And this morning, as we look into your word, we are asking that your word come with grace, your word come with power, your word come with clarity, your word come, O oh Lord, with, the, with, with healing in its wings to convict, to convert, to help, and to transform us, to restore Lord, to, to, to save, to help us this day in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because you've answered our prayers. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. So, brethren, I want to thank God once again for bringing us to 2023. And um, on behalf of me, my family, and... Um, Joining Gospel Bears Radio once again, I want to say a very wonderful new year to you. Thank you. A brand new year and um, a prosperous year, a fruitful year in the name of Jesus. That this year will not be one of those old years in the name of Jesus. So um, our text, our theme, like um, it has been announced, is um, a new and living way. And I love us to look at that in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 20. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 20. So that's the theme by God's grace that we'll be dealing with this year. And it says, by a new and living way, which he had consecrated for us through the veil that is to say his flesh. In other words, Jesus himself has consecrated, separated, um, 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 declared holy a particular way that is good for us. And that way is a new way. And that way is a living way. It's not a dead way. It's not one of these earthly geographical ways that leads to a dead end. Every way on earth will always end somewhere, and uh, you have to enter into another way. But this way is a living way. We'll be dealing with that um, later. We'll be dealing with that later. But um, we just want to deal with the year first, this particular year that we are entering into, 
every one of us as we entered into the new year, maybe through the crossover, the first thing that you hear and that you shout is happy new year, happy new year. And I observe that what people um, focus on when they greet you happy new year is the, the happiness in the year. They look at, they want, they wish you that your year will be full of happiness. They just want you to be happy throughout the year. But I think that in that phrase or sense, um, in that three words phrase, happy new year, there, there is happiness, there is newness, and there is the year. And the question is, can you really be happy if the year is not new for you? And there is need for the year to be new before you can derive happiness. And if you derive happiness, because happiness can come through anything. Happiness can come when you pass your exams, when money comes to your hands, when something happens to you and all that. But really, happiness is always short-lived. After the, the value of that thing begins to diminish in your mind. The happiness diminishes. The happiness goes down and all that. But joy seems to be the father of happiness. Whether um, anything happens or not, whatever happens, the joy is a constant thing. Joy is the fruit of the Spirit. Joy is something that the Spirit of God produces in you, irrespective of what is happening around you. So joy is the father of happiness. Whether you, whether something is happening, good, something good is happening around you, whether it's not happening, whatever it is, joy over, over, um, um, joy is much more than happiness. It's much more to be, to, to be sought after than happiness. Joy produces happiness also. Now, having said that, we are looking at happy new year. How do you make your year new so that at least issues and things that will make you happy will happen regularly or better put the year will be full of of joy for you now how do we ensure this the first thing is ask yourself how has your year been is it the same old, dead old years you have been recycling? And let me quickly say this before we move on. Because, yes, the question is, what is what makes the year new for you? That everybody is shouting Happy New Year. Are you aware that the year is not new for everybody at the same time? Some people... Their year, their new year is not January 1st. Some people, their new year is somewhere later, anytime. We have different people with different new year. So when we are dealing with happy new year, the question is, is the year actually new for you? Do you experience newness? What makes the year new? What makes it different? What makes the 1st of January of every year different 
does the oxygen suddenly become much more and um, and renewed and refreshing than that of the thirty first? Can you say that okay, the oxygen in the atmosphere on the thirty first is old and worn out and um, is somehow and somehow so let let's enter into the new year where there is going to be fresh air where we are going to restart the fresh and abundant oxygen in the air will elephants begin to fly in the sky will whales in the ocean begin to run in the jungle will sparrows begin to swim in waters will sun begin to shine from the ground will sun tell the other planets to stop rotating and revolving around it and then it will start revolving and rotating around other planets with something different begin to happen in the on earth what will make the year new what actually makes one day different from the other what makes it if you, if the year continue to remain the same year in year out day in day out your days are the same your weeks are the same and your months are the same what makes you think that the year is different is it just the calendar that you are changing and then you just believe and you think that well it's a happy new year it's a new year thank god i've entered into the new year i think it is important for you to take a time to, to, to take to take a short time to reflect on this and think what is new about this year for me is this year really new am i is it not the old the old dead years have have always recycled and um, nothing is really really new in this in in the years then there is need to evaluate there is need to reconsider there is need to think about this matter and say is the year really new for me and then if it is not how can i make the year new so that i can maximize the year now let's look at that our text again before we go on break and then come back to um expatiate on it in that hebrews chapter 10 verse 20 he's talking about entering into something he's talking about taking a journey and by a new and living way which jesus himself has consecrated for us through his own body that has been broken that has been torn now let's go to verse one to three of that particular chapter because that chapter is where we are likely to dwell throughout this year dealing and studying and bringing out issues that the Lord will be helping us to bring out. But for today, for today in Gospel Best Radio in Reflections Tuesday, we want to deal with making the year new. And let's look at verse 1, 2, and 3. It says, For the law, having a shadow of good things to come, and not the very image of the things, can never with those sacrifices which they offered year by year, continually make the commas thereunto perfect. For then would they not have ceased to be offered, because that the worshippers once purged should have had no more conscience or consciousness of things. But in those sacrifices, there is a remembrance again made of sin every year. 
every year. And look at verse 1. It says they make their sacrifices, they offer their sacrifices year by year, continually. Yet, those sacrifices does not make them perfect. Or it does not make them mature or grow in Christ. There is no growth. There is no maturity. There is no. There is nothing new. Nothing. No spiritual help is coming to them. Nothing is changing in their life. They are not changing from glory to glory. They are not changing from strength to strength. They are not changing. They are not entering deeper and closer into God's presence. They are not knowing God more. You cannot say that, okay, I have spent 365 days. Now I have known God in a different way. I have known God. Something different has happened to me in this last year. And I'm entering into a new experience with God. Now, we are going to a short break now. When we come back, we'll now be dwelling specifically on making the year new. And the Lord will have mercy upon us in Jesus' name. Amen, 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 and amen. Gospelbellsradio.com is a community of believers learning together, praying together, bearing one another's burdens, and engaging the culture with the mind of Christ. To listen to live programs, tune in to www.gospelbellsradio.com. God bless you. And yes, God bless you indeed. Thank you for staying with us this morning. On gospelverseradio.com for Reflections Tuesday. You've been listening to the voice of Pastor Ayo Agunloye, who is the pastor of New Christian Baptist Church, Podakot River State. He's also the publisher of Your Potter's House, a daily digital devotional. If you want to receive uh, copies of Your Potter's House on your phone, directly on your phone, Please reach out to Pastor Yagunloye on 0808-718-0680 or send him a mail, paul.agunloye at gmail.com. You can also reach out to us and we can, we, we'll bring you in contact with Pastor Yagunloye. We like, if you are available, we'd like to join us tomorrow at 7 a.m. 7 a.m. tomorrow we'll be here for Waiting on God Wednesday. Waiting on God Wednesday. If you have requests that you want God's people to... Uh, to join you in presenting before the Lord, I do uh, send it on our platform. You see the form that says uh, send anonymous uh, prayer request. You can send your anonymous prayer request and uh, the assurance we have from the Lord. Uh, the reminder is from Isaiah 64 verse 4. For since the word began, no ear has heard and no eye has seen a God like you who works for those who wait for him, those who wait for him, those who look to him, those who expect from him so uh renew your faith this year and on thursday we'll be here for thankful thursday last thursday we had such a beautiful time before the lord uh collating testimonies from everywhere and i do pray that this year will be a year of testimonies for you as well so we go back to pastor yagule now as we receive instruction from the holy spirit to make the year to make the year new thank you very much for staying with us over to you now pastor Thank you so much. Welcome back, dear listeners. We have discussed that the year is not automatically new for everybody. And it's not just that because everyone is saying Happy New Year, you are repeating same to you, Happy New Year to you. Yes, it's a good wish to make 
So it, it's a wish. It's a wish. And if wishes were horses, beggars will ride. Mm-hmm. But it it must it it must be a real for it to be a reality. You it there need to be a consciousness. There need to be a deliberateness. Something that you will deliberately work towards, make efforts towards to say, okay, I want my year to actually produce newness in me. Let it be new. Let it be fresh. It must not be the same old recycled year. Now, for these people we read in verse 1, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 1 through 3, we discover that the year, year after year, was the same dead old recycled year. They keep recycling the same year, year in, year out. Even though they make sacrifices unto the Lord, even though they come with great sacrifices, they come a long distance to the temple, they come and they wait on a queue for the for the priest and the Levites to have time for them because of so many people in, involved in the sacrifice, I mean, that are waiting to, to offer sacrifices. And then year in, year out, they offer sacrifices. They offer sacrifices and the sacrifices make them to become nothing better than the year does not become better for them. They come and they offer and they return the same, the very same way they came. And they, re, they, they continue to recycle the same lifestyle, the same attitude, the same behavior, the same thing year in, year out. They repeat and they keep coming to confess, keep coming to repent. And then they leave to return their, to their vomit. And then they keep coming to repent the same cycle, recycling the same year, recycling the same thing that happened last year is the same thing they are expecting that will happen this year. Nothing is changing in their heart, their mindset. Nothing is changing about them. They are not knowing God better. They are not overcoming sin. They are not growing from something. Naturally, even naturally, once you grow, there are some things you drop naturally, whether they are seen or not. Nobody needs to preach to you. You know, when you are small, you used to bath outside. Nobody says it's a sin for you to be bathing outside. But all of a sudden, as you grew, you just, nobody preached to you. Nobody told you that you should stop. You just discovered that, no, I'm ashamed to bath outside. I've outgrown this. Let me, let me um, enter into the toilet. And you, do you know what? You even secure the door of the toilet to make sure that nobody accidentally comes in while you are bathing. Why? Because you become, you have grown and there is a consciousness of nakedness in you. And then there is, there are some other things. There are some other things. Maybe like rolling tire, rolling used tire, or there's something on the street, and you are going with ordinary pants, and then you are moving around. I'm talking of those of us that grew in uh, places like jungles, like Ajitunle, and things like that. But and some of you also that have the privilege of enjoying such a uh, life with us while you are going around enjoying yourself in the streets, maybe wearing ordinary pants and all that. But as you grow, you discover that, no, 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 no. I can't do this anymore. I can't walk around the streets like this anymore. I have to dress properly. I have to be okay. I have to do this. I have to do that. I, have to, I cannot move out anyhow anymore. Why? Nobody preached to you, but you grew up and discovered that, no, I have outgrown this. There is something new that happened to you, and then your life 
became different. Now, to you now, the question is, is something happening to your life every year, year in, year out? You go to church, you also make sacrifices. You pray, you fast. You give your tithe, you give your, your offerings, you do a lot of donations, a lot of things, and you do so many things. But the question is, despite all your sacrifices, is it not the same like these people who came to the temple and who made their lives, I mean, whose lives remained the same year in, year out, year in, year out. Every year, they wasted their years running after shadows because they were following the letters of the law. The law was only able to bring the shadows of the realities that would come later. And the law was not able to allow them to touch the realities of God. So year in, year out, they repeated the same thing, the same lifestyle, the same way, the same distance from God, the same the same attitude, the same mindset, the same returning. They come in penitent repentance and they say, Ah, I am I confess this my sin. I have fornicated, I cheat, I lie, I I, I get angry, I do all this. There are forgive unforgiveness, there is unforgiveness in my heart. Please forgive me. And they come with their bulls, they come with their pigeons, they come with their turtle doves, they come with their offering, their bond offering, their peace offering, there are so many things. And then after every sacrifice, they now still return to that. There is nothing really different about them. Nothing is new year in, year out. And you see, you, do you know what? What they, only, what they only do is to recycle. They recycle the old years. The old dead years. Those years were not living for them. Those years were, did not bring anything life, did not bring life onto them, did not bring anything new for them. And so they, they kept recycling it, recycling it, going through the same thing. You know, it makes me to remember somebody like Isaiah. Isaiah was a prophet. Isaiah was preaching every everywhere, and Isaiah was seeing something wrong in everybody. He would say, "Woe unto you that is joining house to house here and there. Woe unto you that is uh, calling good evil and evil good. Woe unto you that is doing this. Woe unto you that is doing that." He went about with boldness and audacity to to, to condemn the evil that men did. All of a sudden, one year. When somebody died, Uzziah died, he said in the year that Uzziah died, there was a newness in my life. I could say that it was a new year. That year was a new year for me. Isaiah could say that year was a new year for him. And in Isaiah chapter 6 verse 1, he said in the year that Uzziah died, in the year that King Uzziah died, that year was a new year for me. Why? Because I saw also the Lord and his train filled the temple. He was highly lifted up and his train filled the temple. The angels shout holy 
holy, holy is the Lord. And as I saw the glory of God, I saw the nakedness of my life. I saw the, I saw how I am naked and I am, I am, I'm so terrible. I say, woe unto me. Oh, for I am a man of unclean lips and I dwell among the people of unclean lips. And there was help. Help came to him. And then something, once Sarah brought life coal from the altar of the Lord and touched his mouth and said, because you have confessed this with your mouth, that you are a man of unclean lips, this thing has touched your lips now. It has not only forgiven you your sins, but it has also cleansed it. The sin will not be remembered anymore. It has been blotted out. It has been removed. And uh, now your life has changed. And there and then, he had the advertisement in heaven. No wonder. So, while he was living in sin, while he was moving around prophesying to everybody, the year had been the same old recycled year unto him. And heaven has been looking for somebody that they will send that will actually deliver the real message not just preaching dead messages everywhere. Isaiah was preaching, was preaching the truth of the word of God, but that truth was powerless. It will not save. The Bible says you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. But it is when the truth is coming with power that it sets free. When the truth is coming through grace, when the truth is coming, it's not just truth. It's not every truth that delivers. Some truth actually kills. Some people say the truth. And the truth eventually kills their listeners. Do you know why? The truth did not come with grace. The truth did not come with power. The truth did not come with salvation to save. The truth came with condemnation. The truth came, yes, it's true. That's the word of God. That's what the Bible says. But it's coming with 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 condemnation, with with judgment, and with finality, not complete, not bringing the help that people need, not not coming with from a vessel that has the capacity to to help, and so eventually Isaiah was Isaiah was busy all around preaching, preaching the truth. Yet the truth was not saving. He was saying, "Woe to you, woe to you!" But then and then, when he discovered that he had been living in the oldness and the deadness of years, and his year had not been new, he had just been, he himself, even heaven was as is busy looking for somebody to send, that who are we going to send? Who will go for us? While Isaiah was there, busy, thinking that he was already doing the work, not knowing that heaven is still looking for somebody who is going to do the work for 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 them, and he now discovered after he has he had this the year had become new unto him. He now discovered that child. So all that I have been doing is not recognized by heaven. It's just a recycling of the same old dead year. And I year in, year out, I keep preaching everywhere, not until the year that King Uzziah died, not until when able to, I mean, when, not until that year that he was now able to realize the truth, uh, the, that he, the truth about his own life, and there was, there was help from heaven, and that heaven now sends 
transformation unto him. Heaven now came with help, with a life call, and touched his lips. And the, 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 the year became a new and different year for him. From there, you cannot compare Isaiah's prophecy with any other. Because, especially when it came to the matter of the Messianic birth, the Messianic prophecies, Isaiah, Isaiah came with every sharpness and accuracy. Isaiah, after then, his life never remained the same. That is the result, the effect of newness when you come, when you, when you really focus on making your year new. So, brother, let me ask you once more. Are you, be, are you like Isaiah, busy everywhere here and there? Yet, your year is not new. Are you paying your tithes, going to church, full of activities? Yet, something is not different in your life. Sin is still having effect in you. There are still unforgiveness. There are people that you have refused to forgive. You are still having anger inside you and you say it's because they provoke you let me tell you it's not because they provoke you that you are getting angry it's because you have anger inside you those people who are provoking you they are just need more steps to help you know that you still have anger inside you that's why you are angry somebody who does not have anger inside him will not be angry so what is new in your life? When you carried anger throughout last year, 2020, 2021, 2022, the same thing, the same anger, the same unforgiveness, the same loss. You have been, you have been struggling with loss and nothing has happened, nothing new has happened with your life. You have been struggling with laziness. You have been struggling with. You have. There are things that the Lord expects you to produce to bring. Maybe there is a book. There is something. There is a project that the Lord wants you to handle. There is a book the Lord wants you to write. There is a song the Lord wants you to compose. There are things the Lord wants you to do, and yet you are procrastinating, procrastinating. The same year in year out, nothing new has happened in your life. This is another opportunity. Can you please? Just make this year new for you. Can you stop making this year to be and to be the same old dead year every year in, year out? Can you just look, begin to look at how God can help you to make sure that this year comes with comes with great newness and freshness and there are things you can point to that thank God this year the Lord this year, this happened to me. Whether in your personal relationship with God, your spiritual life, that there is newness, maybe newness in the way you hear God, newness in your in the secret place. You have more time in your secret place now, and it's it's more quality that your secret place is more qualitative now that whenever you are with your Bible and praying, there's something new that is happening to you. Your life, something happened, you now see the scripture is opening unto you why can you just look at something that is new but make a truth that you that must come to your life come alive in you you have been reading by bigger truths you have been reading the scriptures but the scripture has remained in the scripture for you the scripture has not come out and 
live inside your own life such that it becomes your own normal daily experience something that you experience every day it then you are still recycling the old dead years you are not coming up coming out with newness in your life so the question is can you begin to say all right this this from this year my spiritual life my relationship with god my obedience to the lord will be practical from now on and i will and, and will be regular will be prompt from now on i will not delay obedience again i will not procrastinate obedience again but from now on i will make obedience my priority and can you make this year new for you or you just make the you just you you just want to continue in the same old year as you have always done and you are shouting happy new year and yet nothing is new about the year and you are just nothing is new actually nothing is new apart from the calendar if nothing if you do not make something new especially your spiritual life your personal relationship with god your obedience to god your fruitfulness with god not just about making sacrifices do you know that Martha was somebody that was full of activities she was always starving here and there here and there always active hyperactive she, she was do you know that the same thing that Martha told jesus in, in, in uh, john chapter 11 that if you are here my brother would not have died. That was the same thing that Mary told Jesus, that if you were here, my brother would not have died. But one person touched the heart of Jesus. The other person only stopped Jesus. Jesus was already coming to raise Lazarus from wherever he was coming from. But when Martha heard that Jesus was already on his way, Martha ran from where Jesus was coming to go and meet Jesus on the way and stopped Jesus with he, with her talk, talkativeness, or just mere talking that does not touch the heart of Jesus. And if you read that place, that place where he, she met Jesus, she had to keep Jesus there. Jesus could not move on from that place. Jesus could not continue his journey to go and raise Lazarus. He, it's like the matter had come to stop Jesus from coming to raise Lazarus. Not until Mary came to meet Jesus there and, uh, and said the same thing. Just that one statement, Mary did not move on like matter to say a lot of things, talkativeness. And that simple sentence that Mary made, it touched the heart of Jesus so much that it touched him to tears. Jesus went into tears. Jesus wept and immediately moved. He said, show me where he was, he was buried. And then he, con he continued his journey that he had stopped before. And even while he was going, Martha could not keep her mouth shut. He said, ah, ah, this person you are going there, which he has been buried for four days, he will be speaking by now. He will be this and that. Mary did not have time for stories. Mary was living in newness. Each time Mary met Jesus, she made the most of it. She touched the heart of Jesus every time. And, and, and something new 
to happen to him uh, to her the question i want to ask you brother sister when you go to church every year or every sunday every weekday do you actually go to look at the new dresses that people have brought or in your heart you have made up your mind that father i have come to look for you here it's not the pastor i have come to meet it's not my friends that i have come to socialize with i have actually come to meet you here and unless i meet you today unless you touch me today or i touch your heart i touch reality i touch i touch your throne i'm not going to live here today like mary magdalene when she went to the tomb she said until i find jesus i'm not living here today she stood there she continued and weeping until Jesus that had resurrected, that had that was on his way to the Father. Or where else would Jesus have been when he had resurrected? And he told Mary that don't touch me. I I have not presented this my body to the Father. It seemed to me from that statement that Jesus was on his way to go and deliver, to go and show his father that his resurrected body, that his work has been done. And because, because of the the, 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 the way that Mary Magdalene insisted on seeing Jesus, that no, 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 I'm not going to return until I, had, I see Jesus. I need Jesus. And she came. And Jesus was compelled to return from that journey. She could not he could not complete that journey to heaven to deliver his body to the Father. But he had to come back to Mary and say, Mary, here am I. You have been seeking for me. And I cannot ignore somebody that is seeking for me like you are seeking for me. No, 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 no. I cannot ignore such a person. Anyone who seeks for me with his whole heart must find me. No matter where I am, what I'm doing, I must give that person particular special attention. And then she, he returned to Mary. Mary wanted to hold or to to touch her feet or his feet or do something and then jesus said don't touch me yet i just came because of you i have you cannot touch me yet i have not been to my father i am on my way to my father when you insisted that you must see me and for you to know when jesus after jesus has been to the father and come back he was able to tell thomas come and touch me Touch my hands, touch my leg, touch everywhere. You will know that I am not a ghost and you will believe that I resurrected. He could tell Thomas to touch him, but he told Mary not to touch him at that time because it was an interrupted journey that he was making to heaven. Brother, let me tell you the truth of the matter is, is this year going to be the same recycled old year for you that you just read the Bible and you hear the messages of the scriptures, but everything is still on the pages of the scriptures. You are not touching the realities of the word of God. The word of God is not jumping up at you as a truth that is real, that you can experience normally in your life. Or you just keep walking, you just keep... keep uh, you, you, you just keep recycling the same thing, the same way you have been seeking God, the same way you have been living, the same way you have been reading the Bible, the same way you have been praying, the same way you have been giving. Some of you, it's the same amount you have been giving since 2020, 2019. That's the same amount you are giving now. Are you not shouting of uh, salary increment in your office? Is it the same that you have been receiving? Is it the same thing that you are getting everywhere? Why don't you just sit down and say, Father, this year, 
something new must happen to me. I cannot remain the same old thing. I used to pay for 500 naira as offerings before. Now, I cannot pay anything less than 1,000. I cannot pay anything less than this. I want to offer what will touch me, what will cost me something from now on. Can you make something new so that this year will not be one of those recycled years for you? We have to stop here because of our time. And yes, thank you very much, Pastor. Thank you very much for that timely reminder to all of us. Uh, there is nothing intrinsically new in this year. And, and that is true. That is a matter of fact. But the Holy Spirit can grant us grace to make the year new. And we should. We should make the year new. Thank you very much, Ma, for joining us and saying on WhatsApp, God must help me and deliver me from dead works full of activities that do not touch God exactly. And, and that's coming right from uh, Pastor's message that we that part of our prayers beginning of this year should be uh, that the Lord will deliver us from dead works full of activities uh, that do not touch God. Works that will not that do not move the Lord. Uh, I mean what a great lessons are from from the uh, from the story of Martha and Mary. And I do pray for uh, everybody listening today uh, that the Lord will give us grace to truly make the year new and that we do more expert for the Lord will be uh, our relationship with the lord will be better will be closer will be closer and we glorify his name thank you very much pastor god bless you very good amen thank you thank of, you for having me thank you sir those want, if you want to listen to this again by the grace of god uh by 7 p.m or 6 p.m today to be available just go on, on gospelbestview.com scroll down to our uh, reflections tuesday and then you'll be able to listen to it again and share with others as well also we look forward to seeing you again next week by god's grace yeah, I look forward to coming again next week by God's grace. Amen. Amen. Please say what the prayer is. Amen. Father, we thank you for you have not allowed us to experience the famine of your word. Thank you, Lord. You brought to us again that this year we must make it new. Yes. There is nothing really new about the day. Nothing, it's not as if it's another day another something that we have not that, that it's 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 something that has been happening that, that we have been seeing but the question is we are the ones that will make it new and that you are, are going to help us if we are ready to make the days the weeks the months and the years new that we we will not be living in the same old recycled year year in year out just like the people that we read in Hebrews chapter 1 I mean chapter 10 verse 1 and 3 that year in year out despite their sacrifices they kept living in the same old recycled year Lord we are praying that you grant us grace you help us that we will not be hearers and speakers alone but we will be actual doers of this your word and it will spur us into serious time of seeking your face to make our years new that we will be obedient we will find ways to make sure that we touch your heart we touch your throne we touch reality and we receive help from you such that our year will be new 
from now on Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. From newness to newness, from freshness to freshness, every day, every week, every month, every year in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father, because you've answered our prayers. Thank I pray for every listener that, Lord, you give each of us the grace for the journey for this year in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, and Lord. I pray also concerning the Gospel Bell Radio that you give them, you grant them more newness and freshness in in this work, in this ministry, in the name of Jesus. Amen. And make it fruitful in the name of Jesus. They will not lack resources Amen. to do, whether spiritual resources, physical, material, human resources, all the resources they need, you release unto them Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Blessed be your holy name. Hallelujah. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Amen. 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 You are listening to GospelBellsRadio.com, the Christian internet radio with a mission to engage the culture with the mind of Christ.